So get ready for the full boob, known as the rack, right here on WildTalkRadio.com. WildTalkRadio.com Theme song! Listen up, Slapknot. This is Jeff Jarrett. Hey, this is Trish Stratus. This is the undisputed future of WWE. Seth Rollins. Hey, this is Kane from WWE. This is TNA Superstar EC3. Hey, this is Gail Kim. This is WWE Superstar Natalia. Hi, this is Bree. And this is Nikki. And we're the Battle Twins. Yes, this is Broken, not Hardy. The greatest man that ever lived always likes a good rack. And you're listening to the greatest rack. Satisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning... I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. In this moment in time right now, this very second, I can truly say that I have the whole damn world in my hands. With your host, they've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my God, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my God, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot tobacco. I like puppets. And her producer, Sir Rocket. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. This right here means I'm the champ that runs the camp. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. I knew you dumb. And this is going to be simply glorious. Welcome to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. But to our friends over at Wrestling Figure Photography, follow the journey today at Instagram.com slash MBG1211. Also, huge shout out to everybody listening to us tonight over at Gerwick.net, WildTalkRadio.com, and RackRadioShow.com. Thank you so much for listening to us and joining us over there. And, well, if you get a sec, go check out the fine folks over at FightBoot.com because they're amazing and they're posting amazing stuff and you should really go see it. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. And joining us, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin. We are here. We're live. It's a five-year show of the Rack. Right here, WildTalkRadio.com, RackRadioShow.com, Gerwick.net. You can interact with us on Twitter, at WildTalkRadio, at RackRadioShow, at Lindsay Ward. Come to WildTalkRadio.com and RackRadioShow.com. Interact with us in our chat room there. You can give me all the crap you want, because apparently that's the thing to do. But you kind of have been a dick lately. Lately? Always. There you go. (laughs) Now, trivia. Do you know why I played this song? Um, It has something to do with how this show started, I'm sure. On our first show back, this was the song we came into. Was it? It was. 
Oh, God. <laughs> That's right. We were feeling spiteful that night, weren't we? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. That's uh, okay. We still kind of do sometimes, so. Oh, yeah. That, that is. Because I went back and I was, you know, I was. we'll get to the facts and stuff later, but I was going through some stuff and I went, let's listen to the first show. Maybe it wasn't the smartest idea, but I, was, I heard the song. I was like, oh, we should play that again because it's a five years ago. We played it then. So here, I, there we go. I swear to God, we've gotten better in five years. We have. We've oh, gotten trust. a lot better in five oh, years. Oh, trust me. Like I've been doing CB for almost ten, and every year it gets better. And it's like sometimes I hear the old stuff, like really, really, okay. It's like, oh God, who listened to us then? Oh God. So if you listened to us for five years, thank you, thank you. It means a lot because we sucked in the beginning. I'm not even gonna lie. I think we still kind of suck now, but it's better at it now. We're marginally better. Amazing what practice twice a week will do for you. Anyway, if you are new to our show, this is the official five-year anniversary of this show. That's right. Back in 2012, we were founded and then refounded. And so this is the anniversary of the refounding of the rack. The The rebirth. The rebirth of the rack. So thank you so much for joining us. We are going to be doing a regular show tonight with some extras. Um, we're going to have a little bit of news. We're talking Slammiversary here in a couple minutes. Uh, we are going to have SmackDown. We're going to have NXT. And we will be doing Ask the Rack at the end of the show. But if you want to interact with us, which we always love it when our listeners interact... You can come to the chat room at wildtalkradio.com. You can tweet us. I, I did all these things already. I know. I'm doing it again. Where the, can they tweet us at? They can tweet us at Wild Talk Radio, at Rec Radio Show, at Lens Ward. You can also follow us there. We really like Twitter followers. We so, do. you know, follow us. Follow us and interact with us. We, we, we follow along and all that fun stuff. So, We're on the Instagrams, too. We are on the Instagrams. Instagram.com slash Rec Radio Show. So. It, it, which has been semi-active in the last few days. Semi-active. Been posting stuff. Because, you know, we did an interview with the fabulous Angelina Love, which is going to tie into Slammiversary. But if you want to hear her take on 15 years of impact, Slammiversary, the beautiful people, and so much more, head over to RackRadioShow.com or WildTalkRadio.com after this show is over, or tomorrow, because we go kind of late, and listen to our interview with Angelina Love. But It's also available at YouTube.com slash RackRadioShow. And talk to Wit in the chair room, because she's a delight. You happy now? Y'all happy now? Matt went to eat dinner. Congratulations, Matt. Good good on you for dinner. Thanks, Matt. It's West Coast over there, so, you know, it's only 7 o'clock. Anyway, let's get into the show. Present the news presented by GoRuck.net and Wrestling Figure Photography. Follow Journey Day at Instagram.com slash MBG1211. So, we're going to do something a little bit different tonight, rather than the standard news. We were talking Slammiversary in the first segment because, well, we talked to Angelina Love about Slammiversary, so we felt inclined to actually preview Slammiversary because, you know, it's 15 years. Why not? And, 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 because it's the show, and it wouldn't be the show and a week where we don't have a pay-per-view to talk about, so we might as well talk about a pay-per-view. It's kind of tradition these days. Yeah. It kind of is. And since WWE is not going to oblige us, well... We're going to talk one right now. That's right. Did my TV go to sleep? Maybe. Anyway, some notes about um, Slammiversary and Impact going forward this week. Impact Wrestling Day will be on July 5th in Orlando, Florida, as the mayor will be declaring it on that day, because they're going to be doing a full week of tapings in Orlando from Sunday, I guess, till Thursday. They're doing taping, so Impact Wrestling Day will be on July 5th. All right. Awesome. And, well, nobody really needed 
the official confirmation, but Anthem and GFW have made it official. They ha- Anthem has acquired GFW from Jeff Jarrett, so now Impact and GFW will be officially won. And we'll see the unification of the titles at Slammiversary, which we're going to talk about here in a couple minutes. But now, this whole thing with Anthem acquiring GFW means technically now... Jeff Jarrett, once again, has some partial ownership of Impact Wrestling. He has so did you got to sell out to buy in? He has some point. He like he has some points or whatever in the company. Once again, well, I mean that makes sense. Makes sense now, yes. But that's how that all works. But like, Anthem still got the majority. I, they probably have like ninety-seven percent. You know, whatever it is. Anyway, but that that's how that's going to work out. So, and by the way, for everybody over in the UK, and this is the UK only. Sorry, rest of the world. Slammiversary will be available for th- free. I could speak, you know, wouldn't be the show without me screwing something up, on July 3rd for you viewing pleasure. So if you want to check that out on July 3rd, Slammiversary will be free on Spike UK. Should probably throw the channel in the Yeah, we, we, yeah. so the day after will be available on free TV on Spike UK. And last but certainly not least, before jumping into Slammiversary, um, not sure if it was announced on Impact tonight. Yes, they, they, did, they did throw in the video package. Okay, I... Must have gotten up to run to the bathroom or something when when they threw that on. But um, Lashley is being backed by King Mo. He's back. He is back. The Bell Tour fighter is back. King Mo will be in the corner of a fellow MMA fighter, Bobby Lashley. I can't wait to see his crown. From what I remember, it was a ridiculously awesome tiara last time. So I kind of can't wait. So we've been talking about how Impact uh, is 15 years for anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. June 19, 2002 is when I graduated high school, and that's when TNA started. I will always remember that day. And I still think I have the original pay-per-view on VHS somewhere, for reasons. I think I have the first two on, on, on tape, because of reasons. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything other than, say, it's, it's a long time ago. Mr. Day One over here. Miss, I've been watching this show since day one. <laughs> oh, wait. I've been watching this show since day one. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. You, you set me up. You, you, that was all you. You went there. You opened the door. You opened the door. I'm going to walk through. Yes. You know that. Yeah, I know. Inside joke, y'all. Inside joke. Don't ask us to explain. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. Don't talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> let's talk about Slammiversary. Because, well, tonight was the go-home for Slammiversary. We're not going to talk about Impact, but we will be talking about the pay-per-view. And honestly... I am intrigued. There are some intriguing matchups on this show. They've done a pretty solid job of getting a nice, unique um, mixture of talent mm-hmm. on this show. Alright, so, looking at the card, we will have a fatal four-way for the Impact Wrestling and GFW Tag Team titles. Now, you're asking yourselves, so who are the Impact Wrestling and GFW Tag Team Champions? Well, that's the Latin American Exchange. Why they're not already unified, since they have both belts, I cannot tell you. But they'll be unified on the show. That's just how it's all set up. Um, that one has me confused. Yeah, I would say if LAX has both titles, to just go ahead and just, be like, oh, hey. So whatever you know? team whatever team walks out of this will be the unified Impact GFW Tag Team Champion. So it's Latin American Exchange versus Drago and L. not going to try to pronounce his name. Phantasma. Phantasma. El, I said a whole thing. Phantasma. A.K.A. King Corno from Lucha Underground. Drago is also from Lucha Underground, and they're both from AAA. So that's a unique thing. So we have two Lucha Underground stars technically on the show, but they're not using their... But their, they're not really with Lucha Underground because, you know, they get sensitive about that, so shh. That's why he's not being called King Corno. Say the Japanese names. Tajiri and Nomichi. Marafuji. Marafuji? Marafuji and 
Ishimori versus Laredo Kid and Garza Jr. So, so what this is basically, this is a very international matchup, and that's why the names are weird. So, who you got? Honestly, I'm gonna stick with LAX. I'm going with Drago and El Fantasma. Why? Because reasons. Makes more sense to switch it, and then they'll probably lose it later in the week. So that's my pick. That's your pick. Next match on the show is two out three falls. Sanjay Dutt defends the X Division Championship against Loki. Loki, honey, why are you wrestling in a suit? Because he's that- like a mafia hitman, I think. But that's like acutely uncomfortable. Not even Cesaro wrestles in a suit. He rips his off. And his suit looks really tight, too. Yeah. By the way, every time I hear Loki talk, you, again, this is 15 years old, but I'm going to repeat it anyhow. The voice that comes out of Loki is not the voice you expect to come out of Loki. No. No, it's not. It's really, really, really not. He's got that really deep voice, and you're just like, whoa. I mean, the first time I ever like heard him speak, which was incidentally the first time I ever met him, and he spoke, and I just kind of stood there for a second, and my friend had warned me, because she'd met him before, and she's like, yeah, um, so the voice doesn't match the person. Just heads up. I'm like, well, it can't be that bad, and then he spoke, and I just kind of stood there for a second, and I was like, holy crap, dude. Like, just damn. It's not a bad voice. It's not a terrible voice at all. I actually like his voice. It's just you look at him and you do not expect this deep, and I mean deep voice, to come out of him. It's kind of like Noam Dar. You look at Noam Dar and you do not expect that accent. Kind of the same thing. So who you got? Uh, let's see. Sanjay Dutt and Loki. <laughs> Sanjay got the belt two weeks ago. Or three weeks ago. Something like that. Just recently. It's a two out of three falls match. I'm going with Sanjay. Wow, just way to undercut me. I know, I am. Because you're still undecided. I'm going with Sanjay. Um, yeah, I'll go with Sanjay too. Okay. What's next? Eddie! Well, in the match that we talked to her about, Davy Richards and Angelina Love are taking on Eddie Edwards and Alicia Edwards in full metal mayhem. This is going to be fun as hell. This has been a personal feud between all four, especially Eddie and Davey. The women have gotten involved as well. We're seeing a new side of Angelina like we talked about her about. I really want to see, do I go loyal to the person we interviewed or do I pick who I think is going to win? I'm going with the loyalty. Angelina Love and Davey. Yeah, let's go with them. Because the feud sort of built for the Edwards to win, but I, yeah, let's go with Angelina and Davey. Next. D'Angelo Williams and Moose versus Chris Adonis and Eli Drake. When you say moose, you got to do the hand motion. Moose. Do the hand motion. D'Angelo Williams, you know, football player. Teams was moved to take on Christopher Chris Adonis and Eli Drake. Christopher Adonis is AKA Chris Masters from WWE fame. I'm going with Moose and D'Angelo Williams because you don't bring bring in a celebrity to lose. Same. I mean, uh, yeah, it's just a standard tag team match. There's no titles on the line. There's really no stakes. Just pride. Just pride, so D'Angelo Williams and Moose. Next. Rosemary, your Impact Knockouts champion, is taking on Sienna, who is the GFW Women's Champion, in a unification match for the two titles. This looks like it's going to be fun. Rosemary's crazy. Sienna has her pinkies. I would expect um, involvement from Laurel Van Ness, which will be then counteracted by um, Allie. Maybe. And I'm going with Sienna, because I have a feeling they're more higher on her, and Rosemary's had the impact title for a long time. So I'm going with Sienna. Um, and it's weird. Rosemary's a face. It's, it's weird. Yeah, I'm not sure I like Rosemary as a face. 
I mean, but you it, can only be heel for so long. And especially when Abyss is now Joseph Park and Crazy Steve is trying, you know, trying can out I, for W for WWE NXT. Can Abyss just stay Joseph Park, please? It'd be nice. I I'll I'll, I'll watch it more if Joseph Park's on more. There you go. I, I swear I will because I adore Joseph Park. Awesome interview. He's so much fun to interview. All all our interviews, all our archives that we're going to talk about are at rackradioshow.com and wildtalkradio.com. If you want to go back and listen to any of our interviews, we have listened, we have spoken to a bunch of awesome people. We'll get into that later. But yeah, if you, you know, if we mentioned one, just go check it out at your leisure. Um, back to the match. I'll go with Sienna. I mean, I've got Sanjay retaining. I've got LAX retaining. So, yeah. Let's go with Sienna. Let's do a title, title change. All right. Next. Ethan the Carter III, another awesome interview, versus Stormy McStormerson, a.k.a. James Storm, and his stripper boots. In a strap match. In a strap match. Probably won't go as crazy in a strap match as they did at Ring of Honor, where they actually put thumbtacks in a strap. Ow! Yeah. That was a little nuts. Frankie took a couple of shots with it. it. It didn't look pretty. Why would you hit Frankie with thumbtacks? Why? Who would dare hit Frankie Kazarian with thumbtacks? I will fight them. Adam Page, I believe it was. Oh, it's on. Is it on like Donkey Kong? Sure. Who you it's got? A literal cinnamon roll. Like, why would you do that to him? God. Who you got? <sighs> oh, screw it. Loyal to loyal ride or die. Stormy McStormerson in his stripper boots. And how long have you been loyal to him? Almost 15 years. Almost 15 years. Bless him. I have followed that idiot for 15 years, and I have loved that idiot for 15 years. So. It is why you are the cowboy chick. Yep. There's an old reference. There's an old reference. I'm going E-C-3. I mean, I love Ethan, but it's Storm. Ethan and his cats. Ethan and his cats and his water, and bless him, because I love Ethan, but... It's Storm. Okay, what's next? Up next, we have Jeremy Borash and everybody's favorite Legal Eagle, Joseph Park, taking on Josh Matthews and Scott Steiner. Okay, if the point of a conference call is to talk about how many chicks he banged, then job well done. Um, Apparently he set a record like 20,000 chicks. Oh, that's bullshit. That's bull. That's what he says. 20,000? Mm-hmm. His dick would fall off. That's what he says. 20,000 freaks. Holler if you hear him. Scott Steiner's nuts, but he's really old. Josh Matthews is a cocky son of a bitch. Jeremy Borash probably doesn't know how to wrestle. And Joseph Park is Joseph Park. And Jabe, uh, the Abyss of, in Joseph Park will come out. Jeremy Borash and Joseph Park win. Yeah. I say Abyss comes out to play. And Joseph Park and JB win. I mean, goodness is going to prevail in this. It's got to prevail in this. Which means Josh Matthews will no longer be the lead announcer for Impact Wrestling. That's what they're fighting over? Yes. Okay. That, that This is why they're, they've been feuding for three and a half months. Oh, yeah. JB's winning. Last but not least, you have the final unification match for the night where you're having the Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship and the GFW Global Championships be merged. You're having Lashley, who's your Impact Wrestling Champion, with King Mo, taking on Alberto El Patron who is the GFW champion, and he will be having his father with him at ringside. Alberto El Patron. Why? He's the babyface. You're going to merge titles, big pay-per-view, Alberto wins. If they were going to put the Impact World title on Alberto in the be- at all, this would be the way to do it. They put him on the first night. He won the belt, but they took it right away from him. So to build for all this, so that's why Alberto's going to win. Fair enough. I'll go with Alberto. So there you go. Reminder that um, Robert Flores and... 
Don West will be calling all the action at Slammiversary. Now, before we go to break, it wouldn't be fitting if we didn't, on this show, have a blame brain. So I say we do the injury roundup? Let's do the injury roundup. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's injury roundup. Damn, son. With a mysterious injury that needed surgery, Bram. Hashtag blame Brent. But he's going to resign. He will, in fact, resign once he gets out of the hospital. But um, he needed surgery. The injury is undisclosed. Magnus is the one who put it out there about the injury. Whatever it is, he needed surgery. And he should be recovering at some point. But it's not life-threatening. That's all we know. Yes. So feel better soon, Bram. But on that note, I say we take our first break of the evening. And when we come back, we are going to be talking SmackDown and NXT. We'll let you know what happened on both shows. You don't want to miss it. And later, don't forget, Ask the Rack, Tweet of the Week, your favorites. So you'll see in the Rack, five-year anniversary show right here on WildTalkRadio.com, and we'll be right back. More obvious. He was a punk. She did ballet. What more can I say? He wanted her. She'd never tell. Secretly, she wanted him as well. And all of the friends stuck up their nose. And they had a problem with his baggy clothes. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. She had a pretty face, but her head was off his face. She needed to come back down to her. What is the greatest cartoon TV show of all time? CB Radio has decided. It's the greater than great debate, heard every Saturday night, midnight as Eastern on CB Radio only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. The evolution of online sports entertainment begins again on Sunday nights when you step into the ring with Wrestle Talk Radio. Covering all the latest in the WWE, TNA, and the indie scene. Plus, providing you with the most comprehensive coverage of every WWE and TNA pay-per-view. Join WrestleTalk Radio every Sunday night, live only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Tuesday night, step inside the virtual realm with WTR Sims. It's boots to asses time! Watch as your favorite WTR personalities battle it out to find out which one truly is the best. To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Watch it live Tuesday nights 11.30pm Eastern at twitch.tv slash show, Or on demand at youtube.com slash show. Tuesday nights will never be the same again with WTR Sims. Out and about when your favorite WTR program is on the air. Don't worry, we've got you covered. You can listen to WTR on the go with TuneIn Radio. 
Just download the TuneIn Radio app for your Android or iPhone, iPad or tablet, and search for Wild Talk Radio Network. Best of all, it's free. What are you waiting for? Download the TuneIn Radio app today. Tune in to WTR, wherever you are. This is Mr. Money in the Bank, the undisputed future of WWE, Seth Rollins, and you are listening to The Rack on Wild Talk Radio. to the rack five years celebration right here on wildtalkradio.com which are by our friends over at wrestling figure photography follow the journey today at instagram.com slash mbg1211 also if you're listening to us over at wildtalkradio.com rackradioshow.com or gerwick.net thank you so much for tuning in we appreciate it beyond measure and well if you get a second check out the fine folks over at fightbooth.com because they're awesome and well you missed our anniversary preview but now we are here we're going to be talking all things nxt and smackdown and well ask the rack will be later in the show it's actually going to be at the end so well if you asked us a question stay tuned i promise we'll get to it but nxt it's time for this week's edition of the nxt rundown My hand was hovering over SmackDown, but okay, NXT. I'm switching it up on you. I was following the format, and she just changes it up on me. Which happens constantly. Like it's la- a thing. Like last week. Anyway. Like you do. Like you do. Anyway, NXT. couple notes from NXT. One, Hideo got busted open. Dude! Dude! Is his face okay? Because, oh my god, that was a lot of blood. That was a lot of blood. They stuck cotton balls up his nose so he can continue and compete later in the show where he took on Oni Lorcan, who was the guy he kept go- putting Goat to sleep to. And then I know that made no sense English-wise, but that's the name of the move. This is the GTS. Um, yeah. He kept trying to put Oni Lorcan to sleep. Yeah, I, I, got, I got that one. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it was the European uppercut from hell. That's putting it mildly. It is putting it mildly. It was a good match. Um, Hideo's continuing to be Hideo. Afterwards, he called out Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono came out before they could talk. They were jumped by Sanity. And Sanity is making their claim, it seems like, wanting to be a dominant tag team. It's about time they got something cooking for Sanity. Like, I feel a little bad for them because they came in, they started really, really, really hot, and then the one dude got hurt, and so they had to replace him with Killian Dane. And then Nikki Cross sort of drifted away, and she started doing her own thing, and now Killian Dane has drifted away, and it's left Young and Alexander Wolf by themselves, and they sort of just kind of fizzled out a little bit, so it's good to see that they've got Sanity now back on a track where they might start doing something. It was weird hearing Alexander Wolf talk. Yeah! I think it was like the first time we've actually heard him speak. It was weird. Because I guess you don't expect the accent, you know? No, you don't. Um... 
Not that there's anything wrong with it, you just don't expect it. Again, yeah, it's one of the things you don't expect it. So, then we have to talk about... Hold, before we get to the, the other thing listed... But I, but, I, but I want to talk about the other thing that's listed. Hold, before we get there, next week it's Heavy Machinery versus the Authors of Pain for the tie titles. Or two weeks, I should say. They're so, going to need to reinforce that damn ring. They're going to need to reinforce that, that ring. And... Yes, the Velveteen Dream won a match. Yay, go Velveteen Dream. Woo. Hey. I mentioned him. Yay, Velveteen Dream. Woo. Why? Who was saying you weren't mentioning him? No, I forgot to like a couple weeks ago. Oh. The last time, okay. he, last time we met a match, I totally forgot about it. So I wanted to make sure I made mention of it this week. Look at you being all democratic. Yay, Velveteen Dream. He is awesome. He should be headlining house shows. Woo. <laughs> Speaking of headlining, we need to talk about the match that headlined this show. Because holy Jesus on a pogo stick. Good God, Nikki Cross and Oscar tried to kill each other. Yeah, Multiple they did. Times. Yeah, they did. It was fantastic. It was epic. It was everything I could want and more. My ovaries were glowing afterwards. I'm 90% sure I may be pregnant by it. It was that good. Like, it's a match of the year candidate. We had suplex on chairs. We had all kinds of craziness. I like the convenient mat tape down to right by the announce tables. Just because, you know, it's on the floor. It's very convenient. Never seen it before. But hey, it's there. Um, They brawled all over. It's really good. Nikki Cross is crazy son of a gun. Or is it daughter of a gun? I don't know. I like how they had her try to get to Asuka before the match. I liked oh, the video where they, the, the earlier in the evening. Yeah. 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 That just shows more how crazy Nikki is. Honestly, if anyone was going to beat Asuka, Nikki should have been the one to beat Asuka. Because it's just the amount of crazy that she's willing to do whatever it takes to beat her. feel disappointed that she, she lost, but... She should totally do it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if there was ever a time to take that title off of Asuka, now would have been a perfectly good time. I understand that they're saving it all for Ember Moon, and they're going to give it to Ember Moon, but I'm really kind of okay, or I would have been okay if they had put the belt on Nikki Cross here, because, again, like Rock said, she's willing to do anything. They went all over the building in this. They beat the crap out of each other. Then they got a ladder. Then they got a damn ladder. And then they went through the, the announce table. You don't see announce table spots in NXT. Uh-uh. You did, did last night. Really awesome. I really enjoyed this match. It was awesome to watch. And you know what made it better? Hmm. The velvet voice of Mauro Ranallo. It was L-I-T. It was awesome. You had Nigel McGuinness and Mauro Ranallo together and Percy Watson. They were all together. Percy, but just, Percy was just there. Percy was just there. But he tried. Bless him, he tried. He tries so hard. <laughs> but Morrow and Nigel. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. You know, it got good again. And nothing to take away from Tom Phillips, because Tom Phillips is good. But Morrow's really good. Tom Phillips had a great foil in Corey Graves. Yes. And Phillips and Graves work very, very well together. They play off each other. And when Phillips lost Graves, he was still good, but it, he lost that dynamic. And he never got it back with Nigel McGuinness, and he never got it with um, Percy Watson. No, he didn't. So, here's the thing. And here's the difference with Morrow in NXT, if you notice his voice. He was a lot calmer. Mm-hmm. He was not screaming. Mm-mm. He was very, very, very calm. And he got his points across. He didn't have to struggle to get his words in. He was able to deliver his stories. 
when Morrow is able to be soft and quiet and everything like that, it's the better version of Morrow. So he could do all his, all his, you know, pop culture references and everything like that when he's calm. He's, like he's not having someone scream in his ear. He's able to direct his own broadcast. Yeah, I mean, there's a huge difference between this Morrow versus the Morrow that was on SmackDown. I like this Morrow much better, and you could kind of tell that Morrow was much more comfortable in the NXT setting because it's not live television. It's being taped, you know, so it's like, if they screw up, they can go back and do it. Like Rock said, he didn't have anybody screaming in his ear. You know, this is wrong, that's not wrong, it's... I think Morrow has a lot more freedom to do what he wants and says what he wants. And he's able to really craft that story. Like, he wants to. It's not being told what to do, when to do it, yada, yada, yada. I'm sure there's some of that. But I think Hunter's probably given him a lot more license to do what he needs to do. Wait, NXT Morrow is my favorite Morrow now. There you go. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I miss him on SmackDown, but at the same time, I love Nigel McGuinness and Morrow and all together. Love it. It works. It's so good. So, so, so good. So, all right. Well, that's NXT. If you missed that show, the very least, go watch the women's match at the end. It's so worth it. It's epic. It's amazing. It's a match of the year candidate. Easily. Easily. And they're going to have a hard time topping that one. So now, we're going to talk about the other dynamic women's match that happened this past week on SmackDown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's SmackDown Showdown. Yes! 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 So before we talk about the women's money in the bank, part two, we need to talk about the other women's match that was on this show that was not, not so good for women. And that was Lana's match with Naomi. She got a do-over because Carmella screwed her, screwed her over. This match did Lana no favors. None. Whatsoever. So, I'll describe it. She attacked Lana, uh, she attacked Naomi from, uh, before the match started. Naomi's like, alright, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Lana hits her move, gets kicked out of. Then, Naomi recovers, like, right away, drags her to the corner, hits the split-legged moonsault, or, yeah, split-legged moonsault, and pinned her. There's pictures where proof that her shoulder was up, saw it live, but, you know, the announcers didn't catch it, but it'd probably be a story. And that was it. 45 seconds later, Lana lost. You went to all this trouble to build her, and I know the story's not over because her shoulder was up, but it's like you went to all the trouble to build her, you went all, through all the trouble to do the storyline, you went through all the trouble to shoot the vignettes, get the costume made, etc., 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 all the things that they did for this character. She goes out, she has a decent match at Money in the Bank. Was it was it phenomenal? No. Nobody expected it to be. But then you send her out right after Money in the Bank and you do this match where she gets screwed and you essentially kill her in 45 seconds. You you squashed her in 45 seconds. All that work to squash her mm-hmm. in 45 seconds. What the crap? I mean, I get it. Lana is not the best wrestler. Lana will never be the best wrestler, but she has put in the time, she's put in the effort, she's gone down to NXT, she has retrained, and she's decent. And then with time, she will get better. And here's the thing. Her character is better than her skill. Her character was over. And, which is saying something, because you need characters that are over. And her skill would have caught up. Just look at Carmella. Look at Alexa. Their characters were more over before their skills got there. You had a vel- an opportunity to have a good heel, and now you squashed her. Doesn't do her any favors. 
I mean, I'm, they have the chance to rebuild her as the story continues, because I'm sure all of this is part of the story. But, I mean, it's like, you don't have to change the title. It's not going to hurt Lana as much to lose twice to Naomi, especially if there's circumstances surrounding it. But, at the same time, having her lose in 45 seconds, no favors. None whatsoever. And I know a lot of people were crying foul the fact that Lana got a match on the, you know, got a match on the pay-per-view and it was against Naomi for the women's title. And honestly, y'all need to calm down because it got, it got Naomi on the pay-per-view. That was the actual point of the match was to get Naomi on the pay-per-view so you could do the spot with the women's money in the bank winner. Lana never actually stood a shot of winning that title. We all knew that. It was more, okay, so here's the deal. We need Naomi on the pay-per-view. We just don't want to have her walk out. Let's give her a match. Let's, you know, defend the title. Let's have the, let them have a little showcase. And then let's do the thing with the women's money in the bank winner. And that's what they did. And sadly, the only person that was left on the roster for Naomi to really fight because they weren't bringing anybody up from NXT was Lana. That was it. That's why she's in the feud right now with Naomi is because they're everybody else is busy with someone else. So, you know, just everybody calm down about Lana. Okay, everybody just chill. Chill till the next episode. Music but, music reference. But yeah, this was this did her no favors and I'm just kind of hope they hoping they recover her a little bit. I don't know if they will, but yeah, it was just like I kind of wonder if somebody looked at it and saw the backlash or saw something and was like, Yeah, this isn't working and so they yanked the plug on it, or if this is part of the story. It's probably part of the story, but it's a bad story. Yeah. And like Kinkins and Sheriff said, they kicked out of her finish twice. Yep. No favors. I'm just going to keep saying that. No favors in this match. Made Naomi look great, which was the point. But, you know, no favors to Lana. Next, what's, what else happened on SmackDown? So, staying on that trend, before we talk about the good, we're going to talk about the bad. It was announced that the black hole of poor judgment and questionable taste will be on the next SmackDown pay-per-view. That's right. It's back, everybody! The Punjabi prison match. The steel-plated bamboo cage is back. It, it, from what I've heard, it's it's not actually bamboo. It's it's steel-painted bamboo. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would have to be. The bamboo wouldn't hold up. Just throwing it out there. Anyway, it's back. And all the people, to all the people tweeting happy thoughts about it. They're scrolling across the, the, the bottom line thing on SmackDown. Y'all stupid. Okay, if you've never seen this match. And they probably never did. And you probably never did. There were only ever two of them. I think Taker was in both of them. I know he was in at least one. He was in one of them. The second one was Batista and Kali. Okay, fair first, enough. The first one was what, Taker Big Show, when it was supposed to be Taker Kali. Yeah, it was Taker Big Show when Kali got hurt. He had elevated uh, something or other. But anyway, so... M. Zions, wasn't it? I don't remember. I'm looking it up. Continue. Anyway, if you have never seen this match, and you have a WWE Network subscription, go watch it on the network. Or just YouTube it if you don't have the network. And that's really all I'm going to say. I'll let you make your judgments for the su- yourselves. But for those of us that remember this match, Elevate. why? What did we ever do to you? Liver enzymes were elevated. Ah, okay. I, mean, this, I feel like between this and LeVar Ball, that like this is payback for the WWE Universe hating Roman Reigns. Like, this is them being like, oh, so you're going to boo our boy? Okay, all right, giant middle finger, here you go. That's what this feels like. Are they trying to give this, giving Randy this to, this crap to try to get him to retire? No, that's not the plan. No. He may be going into a movie. Um, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. It, these gender can climb. Yeah, Kali can't. But yeah, if you've never seen this match, just go watch it on the network, and then you'll you'll understand why the rest of us are just like... 
oh my god, no. Why? Why are you doing this? No, please, no. Anything but this. Just have them wrestle in pudding. It'll be simpler. Do you really want to see that? Sure, why not? Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal in a pudding match for the WWE Championship? You want to see his constipated face in pudding? Maybe it'll help the constipated face. You don't know. Or they could do jello. Ooh, they could do jello. Jello makes everybody happy. Can I stick on a pole? No. <laughs> Fiery death on that one. <laughs> anyway, moving on from there. Everybody's favorite vice cops. The fashion popo. Oh my god. I'm so happy WWE is doing something with this. So happy. Their skit was awesome. The Ascension were awesome in the two. This was the best thing the Ascension has ever done. Literally. They, they, the fact that they were refusing the Eddie Money tickets to only take the Eddie Money tickets at the end. Priceless. I like that they're having fun with it. Like, it's just, it's not this, they didn't turn it into this ultra serious thing. It's just like, it's meant to be stupid. It's meant to be fun. And they're letting it be that, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really love this. And it's that secondary kind of comedic act to New Day that we all need. Yeah. So, I, so this, you go out your way and find it. Before we get to the money in the bank, because we're getting there in a second. By the way, this is the Rack 5-Year Show, live here on WildTalkRadio.com. RackRadioShow.com, presented by GoRick.net and Wrestling Figure Photography, Instagram.com slash MBG1211. This is the SmackDown Throwdown. I have to play a couple of clips from Talking Smack. The first one involves sort of the New Day, because next week, next week, it's a rap battle or a wrap-off between the New Day and the Usos, and the Usos were trying to do some recruiting. Yeah! Wait, wait, wait! Oh, wait, yeah. wait, what are you going to bring to the table in the rap battle? My name is Daniel Bryan, what? and I am the GM. What? When the Usos came on Talking Smack, we became best friends. <laughs> Ever since then, they invite me to their barbecues, and they know that I don't eat meat, so they cook me tofu! Yes, sir. When I say sweet, y'all say beats! Sweet! Beats! Sweet! Daniel Bryan, everybody. He's back. You know who's also back? Who? John Cena. He's back next week. And Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan were celebrating that fact. Hey, hey, it's my thing. Don't do it. What? I, oh, I Don't thought sing we, a song. I like. I thought it was song. a party. No. We oh. can all sing a song. No. I sing the songs. There you go. Do you have the Kevin Owens sports reference tweet or um clip? The Seahawks did not win the Super Bowl this year. Oh, they no, get an opportunity no, to win I'm the, C- the Super Bowl next year. Nope. Yes, that's it. I'm that's good. in every sport. You get another opportunity next year. The Boston Bruins. That's what I have to say to that. That's how much. I follow sports. I know the Boston Bruins, Cam Neely used to play in it, in that team, and I don't care about football or the Seahawks or the New York Giants. I think that's their, I don't care. Now I'm leaving because I've completely lost interest in what you're talking about. Bless Kevin Owens. So in turn, does that remind you of anyone? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Well done. Sweet baby Jesus. Okay. And, and that's exactly why I clipped it. Anyway, yep. women's money bank, go. Okay. So much better than the first go round. It makes me really, really, really sad. This was not on the pay-per-view because this was so much better. They got way more time. Then they just went for it in this match. Like 100% went for it. We had ladders flying. We had bodies flying. We had chairs flying. We had random Ellsworths flying. It was just awesome. They did. They actually did a ladder match. A full-on ladder match. 
Unlike a half-assed ladder match they did on the pay-per-view. Like, again, it, I, I understand that was the story, but it still pisses me off that they wanted to do two. It's like, I don't understand why you couldn't have done this and only this and just had Carmella win clean-ish, you know? Yeah. I mean, were you really that, like, hard up for ideas for the SmackDown that you decided, hey, we're just going to redo, you know, the women's money in the bank? Because reasons. Really good match. They all had their moments. They all... See, unlike the first match, they all were able to get up and go after the bell. They all had their moment in the sun. They all shined. Everyone had a moment. Carmella was... They they played her well where she didn't do a lot because she's the smallest one in the, in the match. But they made her spots memorable, like the spot where she was on the ladder and then they all picked up the ladder and moved her. That was a great spot. They just moved the ladder out of the way with her on it. Like, yep, yeah, that was perfect. I thought this match was really well done. Props to everyone involved. They all they all risked it, risked themselves, and put their bodies on the line and did a great job and proved that women can actually do the ladder match properly. Properly, yeah. I mean, they went out there, they owned it. They absolutely owned it and, that's, and that's loved it. And that's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was, again, another great match. This was a great week for women's wrestling. Three women's wrestling main events. Uh, I, I will 100% support this. Please do this every week. Okay, thanks. Bye. Because, yes. All the things, yes. But that does it for NXT and SmackDown. What do you say we take our second and final break of the evening? And when we come back, Tweet of the Week and Ask the Rack, along with Rack Facts. You don't want to miss it. So you're listening to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, and we'll be right back. Tuesday night, step inside the virtual realm with WTR Sims. It's Boots the Asses time! Watch as your favorite WTR personalities battle it out to find out which one truly is the best. To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Watch it live Tuesday nights 11.30pm Eastern at twitch.tv slash show, Or on demand at youtube.com slash show. Tuesday nights will never be the same again with WTR Sims. Every Monday night, get caught up with everything that happens on Monday Night Raw with the Raw Post Show. Suplex City, bitch! From the big returns... Maybe I have one more ass-kicking left in. I thought to myself... Baby, I have one badass spear left in me. And I thought to myself, maybe I have one last devastating jackhammer in me. So, Brock Lesnar, not only does that mean that you're next, but most importantly, it means, Brock Lesnar, you're last. To the shocking moment. First off, thank you so much for that. Yeah, what's up, Detroit? And the moments that leave you speechless. 
You know, Chris, if you're going to put something on that list, why don't you start with that terrible scarf of yours? I mean, while I'm looking at you, you can add those rinky-dink tattoos on there, your tacky little haircut, your creepy mustache, and how about those trunks, Sparkle Crotch? What? Sparkle Crotch. They're sparkly, rhinestones all over the place. Sparkle Crotch. Go ahead, get it on the list, write it down. Sparkle Crotch. I'm going to say this one time. I am not Sparkle Crotch! It's the Raw Post Show, Monday nights, live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Can't catch a WTR program live? Well, we've got three easy ways for you to listen whenever you want. First, listen to the Wild Talk Radio Network on iTunes. Just head over to iTunes and search for Wild Talk Radio Network and subscribe to our feed. Secondly, download the Stitcher Radio app and search for Wild Talk Radio Network. And finally, just visit the archive section right here at wildtalkradio.com and you can download every single episode of all your favorite programs. Best of all, it's free. Keep up to date and spread the word to your friends on how you can be part of the Wild Talk Radio Network listening experience. Who is the greatest Canadian of all time? CB Radio decides. They get thrown, get her to the job. But listen, you kid, don't get caught in the Canadian syndrome, where if it's Canadian, it's got to be bad. We're the best. I've been telling you the best. Oh, Canada. Fucker. Best there is, the best there was, or the best there ever will be. But I go out at WrestleMania 10, and I beat you one, two, three, which is what I'm going to do. And you know it. And I know it, and it's only a matter of time. Then that makes me better than you, doesn't it, Brett? Who the fuck's Justin Bieber? Jim last night. Oh, I was at the Christmas party. <laughs> I fondled that secretary's breast. It's the Greater Than Great Debate. Heard every Saturday night, midnight ish Eastern Time on the Wild Talk Radio Network. This is Kane from WWE, and you're listening to The Rack on Wild Talk Radio. Dirty Pop. Yo. Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk about what's the deal with this pop life and when is it gonna fade out? The thing you got to realize what we're doing is not a trend. We got the gift of melody, we're gonna bring it till the end. Come on now. I'm the carpet drive when I wear around my neck. And 
welcome back to the rack five-year anniversary celebration right here on wildtalkradio.com brought to you by our friends over at wrestling figure photography follow the journey today at instagram.com slash mbg1211 and if you're listening to us over at rackradioshow.com gerwick.net or wildtalkradio.com thank you so much for tuning in you missed the news you missed nxt and smackdown but you're just in time for tweet of the week all right tweet of the week um hold on one second Wait, you didn't have it queued up? No, I didn't. Apparently, it was not on the thing. Hold on. I was looking for it. I'm looking for it. It's like, where's the Tweet of the Week song? There's the Tweet of the Week song. Now we can go to Tweet of the Week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space Until the spammers ended up taking over my place And I was so bitter until I found Twitter Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving My addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting No more, no more It cannot wait I'm sure now instead of trying to find it the first, you know, it was all the way at the top of the playlist. There it was. Anyway, tweet a week. Trend seven. Three years ago, memories, memories. Kevin Owens rematch will be in a slightly bigger setting. Probably. Hashtag Evan Owens seven two mania. Probably shooting a little higher. Are you Trent? Little Just high. a little. A little high. Shinsuke replied to Luke Harper's you know daily tweet of a home and a person or a home and a chicken. And Trent Seven replies, Shinsuke gets it. What about a Shinsuke Nakamura Luke Harper match? That would be good. I'd be down for that. Really good. Matt Barr tweeted, Baron Corbin, so it is is it your parents' fault you look like baby Herman or that your hairline looks older than your face? Baron Corbin replies, Ooh, you got me. At least my kids will want to grow up to be like me. Yours will want to be someone else. Being a nobody is not a good dream. Ouch, Baron. Andrea Kellaway tweeted, and new Disney Wrestle Champ, and new and WWE Bruiserweight Champ, Pete Dunne, posing with a baby after a killer match. And it's a picture, an adorable picture, I should say, of Pete Dunne with a baby. To which Pete Dunne replies, man of the people, off camera, I AFI'd the baby into the third row. Classy. Very classy. Mr. Cash Out King, I got mad compliments on my New Day Run DMC shirt. Your merch sells, Biggie, Savior Woods, True Kofi. Biggie replies, enjoy it, Rum DNC. Sent a cease and desist a while back. They don't play. Seamus, about to sing the ballad of Curly Jefferson with my band before being rudely interrupted on Raw last night. Hashtag RAP Curly Jefferson gone too soon. They're, they're trying to bring back the three man band. Yes, they were. Kevin Owens, I just slam dunked a towel into a bin while screaming like a lunatic, startling the entire 205 live roster. Why? Because I'm Kevin Owens. Mustafa Ali replies, we all jumped. No lie. One. Two. Thomas Rawls tweeted, I'm so tired of beating so many people in Madden. Please drop names. If someone beat me, I'll send them an autograph photo deal. Someone, Austin- call, someone call Seth Rollins? Well, if you're tired of winning, according to Xavier Woods, come play our three-time Madden champion Seth Rollins. No need for the picture after your loss, though. Your pride is enough. Winky face. And Rollins reply with, you know, the little eyes emoji. Somebody do it. Somebody book it. Up, up, down, down. Come on. Make it happen. And finally, Seth Rollins. Hey, Twitter, get your crap together and load my men- my mentions. And for the love of all things First World, let us edit our tweets. Here, here. Here, here. Well, for the love of God, let us edit our tweets. Yeah, that would be awesome. And by the way, three. Deal with it. 
Is that all you got? That's all I got. Uh, Chelsea Green, there there should be no phones at dinner at a dinner roll at Zack Ryder. I know you'll get this because you're in your phone right now at dinner. Zack Ryder, I saw. I'm sorry, I love you. In parentheses, super kick. Kim Kardashian West tweets. So, still no name for North's puppy. This is what she came up with so far. Peachy Pop, Peaches for short, Baby Jesus, Cutie Pie, and Goldie. Jason Biggs, the person I actually follow out of this, goes, Please pick Baby Jesus. Please pick Baby Jesus. Please pick Baby Jesus. Please pick Baby Jesus. <laughs> Frame Man Boo, this right here, this is Big Cass, and he whooped my ass, and you can't teach that. Hashtag raw. Frame Man Booth. Hit him, you idiot, said Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, Tina Creative, don't listen to him, WWE Rollins. That ba- the bastard couldn't even save his marriage. It's true. Keep it five star. Seth Rollins promotes WWE 2K18. Barry Wyatt interrupts him to tell him no mercy is better. Luke Harper, as always, tells us what day it is, and you know what it means. The Blue Meanie tweets, tacos? He also tweets later, you're thirsty? Uh, you, d- you, d- you did that one. And finally, WWE Creative, get the Braun Strowman ambulance playset. A great way to recreate his attacks and remind your kids that they don't get health insurance. Tweet of the week. Alrighty. Well, are we actually reading the rack facts on the air? Yeah. As we, as we talk about it. Should we, All right. should we not? Well, we kind of avoided it the last few years. It's the five year anniversary show. We might as well be assholes about it. Alright, we don't have to read them per se, but here's the deal. Alright, so five years ago, we started this adventure. We had a, a third, that crazy um, person is no longer with us. May she- I would say she was crazy. She just had a different idea of what she wanted to do, and we really, all three mutually did, decided to break up. I'm, uh, she's, she, she's crazy. Anyway. I'm trying to be nice. I'm not. So, <laughs> moving on. You don't have to say anything, because she'll never hear this, so she's crazy. See, chat room agrees, agrees with me. Yeah, she sounds crazy. She Anyway, moving on. So, we had a rebirth on June 28th, two weeks after... Crazy disappeared, which allowed us to take this show and mold it. Way back when, Lindsay had a favorite segment she did. The Impact Wrestling Review Report. Brother, 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 brother. Oh my god, if I ever have to recap another Hulk Hogan promo again, I will scream unholy murder. Oh my god, recapping that man's promo sucks. Brother, 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 brother. Sister, mother, father, sister, 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 brother, 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 brother. Hey, man! Since Literally. That, yeah, that that's pretty much... Dude, um, since that point, we have grown and expanded this show. We have taken this show to places we never thought we would. We had dreams of things we wanted to accomplish. Well, first we should say that the show almost didn't continue on. No, the show didn't... At first, didn't continue on, but a lot of convincing and nudging and say, Hey, you're awesome, so... Come do the show still. Because we almost just killed it after someone left. Because I was like, it doesn't feel right, and yada, yada, yada. And Tim and Rock and Omega and pretty and someone else who's no longer with the network all were like, dude, just shut up and do it. You know you want to do it, just shut up and do it. We set you straight. Yes. And we've now grown the show into something pretty respectful. I think so. We have done a lot of different things. Originally, there was one point where we did these long discussion topic segments we've tried to be very creative we have sort of scaled that back a little bit in terms of long discussion segments we attempt to do them once in a while it's called Lindsay got a job no <laughs> no that's not it it's let's talk about it. royal rumble it, it is 
Roadblock, it is Fastlane, it's WrestleMania, it's Backlash, it's Extreme Rules, it's Great Balls of Fire, and you name the pay-per-view, it's every other week. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> that killed segment two. Oh. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Actually, it's funny, since we rebooted the show, we've done pretty much the exactly same format for the last five years. Yeah, we've, we've just, you know... Mixed we came it. up with a format, and it was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We've changed things around. We've replaced Impact with SmackDown and NXT. Um, we originally stopped doing Impact because it moved to, like, Fridays, and it made no sense to do it. And then they've switched to Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Now it's back on Thursdays, but we have too much to do on a weekly basis to fully cover the show. It just does, it doesn't fit time-wise. Yeah. So that's why we now have the NXT rundown and SmackDown throwdown, and eventually Lindsay will get the names properly right in about three years. Yeah, something like something, that. Something, something that. If I just say NXT and SmackDown, you know exactly what I I'm know, talking. I know, I know, I know. So, along the way, we've been able to interview a variety of people, which have included multiple Total Divas, including Natty, Alicia Fox, before she was Alicia Fox, she was just Alicia Fox back then, Eva Marie, the intern's favorite, mm-hmm. and the Bella Twins. That was awesome. We've interviewed Hall of Famers Trish Stratus right before she went into the Hall of Fame. First interview. First interview, and then the second one was right before she came into the Hall of Fame. We have interviewed, we sat down for, what, 40 minutes with Jim Ross? Which I was terrified to interview Jim Ross, because it's like, oh my god, he's like one of the greatest announcers of his in history. And then there's me, talking to this man. God, what am I going to say to him? Nicest, sweetest person you will ever meet in your life. I adore Jim Ross. But I was terrified to interview him. We've interviewed Edge. Um, I don't know why I wrote twice. It was once on the show, another time it was different. Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, the legendary Hall of Famer Pat Patterson. We've talked to Seth Rollins right before the biggest moment in his career, winning the title, coming off the biggest moment where he curb stomped both John Cena and Brock Lesnar. I just like to point out that in in that interview, we asked him if he was going to cash in at Mania, so we gave him the idea. And we, he also talked to us about how he likes to spend time with his fiance and his dogs. Yeah, we're not going there because our interview came out before that. I know, but it just, he mentioned it. It, okay, it was very. I right. know, I know what he mentioned, and then like a week later, it all went down. But we're not going there. We've also interviewed uh, the Hall of Famer Diamond Dallas Page. As the intern sent me a message saying we asked him two questions. That that's a fact. <laughs> both times, like two questions. Two questions, both times. Um, we've interviewed the Miz a couple times. Oh, I love interviewing Miz. He's so much fun. We've interviewed the big red machine Kane. Best week ever. I started... No, so, okay, you want to hear a funny story about Kane? Because we're just going to sit here and shoot shit, right? Yeah. That's about the show? That's okay. what we're doing. So, for those of you that don't know or haven't listened to the show for the entire five years, I used to live in Utah. And about three years ago, I moved back. To Georgia, which is where I'm from, which is where I currently live is in Georgia. And so um, I came back. I didn't have a job. I didn't really have anywhere to live. I was staying with my folks. And um, lo and behold, I got a job within a few months of being back, which is awesome. That's great. Except, you know, my very first week of work at my brand new job, I get this message from Rock like the week before or something like that I'm supposed to start, which is, hey, you want to interview Kane? The Wednesday after she started, I believe it was. Yeah, it was the Wednesday after I started my new job where I was like, oh God, we have to figure this out because, you know, I didn't know any of the, like, specifics in terms of lunch breaks or anything like that. So I was like, okay, all right, we're going to have to figure this out. But yeah, 
So it's like I started my brand new job and we achieved a goal on the show, which was we had wanted to get Kane and for reasons that pertain to the other host and myself, but carried through with me because I'm a Kane fan. I love Kane. I think he's an awesome person. And it was like, if we can get Kane, that would be great. And we had tried in the past and we tried in the past and we tried in the past and we've never been able to get Kane. And then lo and behold, see, new, see No Evil 2 just falls in your lap. And so does Kane. And it was like, oh, this is awesome. So it was like after that, after we interviewed Kane, which by the way, I couldn't breathe for like the first minute of that interview. I thought I was going to pass out. It was, it's just, you're sitting there going, okay, all right, we need a new goal. We have them and we'll answer them and ask the rack here in a minute. Because <laughs> someone wants to, be. anyway, moving on from that. We've done some fantastic things with the show. We don't brag often about what we've done with this show, but it's five years we're allowed to brag. More specifically, to the, the interviews we do at times do really big things. Especially they do a lot of download. Okay? This is the bragging portion of the show. Here, yeah, we, here. we never do this because never, everybody else does this, but it's like, it's five years we're going to do it. And this is just me and Lindsay, the two of us. We have no corporate backing, none of this. This is just our hard work. This is what and this social is. media. And social media. But this is our hard work putting it out there for everyone. Our top five interviews go with best-selling author Brian Shields. Over 52,000 downloads. Natalia, the first time we talked to her, over 51,000 downloads. Big Red Machine, number three on our list. Kane, almost 46,000 downloads. And it trended on Twitter. Yeah. Maxine, here's a fact. The first story we did right off the gate... Maxine leaves WWE on the first show we did in when, when we rebooted the show. We talked to her, what, four months later? Something mm-hmm. like that. 40, over 43,000 downloads. Okay. And then number five, this was a combo show. Austin Aries, Frankie Kazarian, 41,000 plus downloads. Interviews combined, what did I tell you? Like 830 something thousand? Yeah. Roughly. It's over 800,000 total for the five years. Of all the interviews we've done. Those are just some facts. And first run numbers on Natalia, almost 47,000 downloads in the first week and a half. Straight up letting you know. That's how we roll. Do you feel better? That's us bragging. We don't do it. We don't, we don't brag. That's bragging. Yeah. We don't ever talk about our numbers like other shows do. And, and that's not a shot at them. They're proud of it and they have every right to brag. But kind of when this all started happening, it was like, okay, well, you know, you really want to put it out there and you really want to be proud of it and brag about it. But you're like, no, 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 I don't want to be like that. So it's like, we're just going to leave it as is. Like we did a couple times because there were a couple of them that was like, yeah. We broke the website a couple times. We broke the website a couple times. Tim got very mad at us. But yeah, I mean, it's like, that's something to be proud of. Because again, like he said, it's just us. It's him and I. That's it. And later we picked up Brent, the intern. And he's helped us out tremendously. Thank you so much, Brent, for doing our press releases and just dealing with our crap and all our short notices and everything else. You are awesome and amazing. As much crap as we give you, Betty. Yeah, Yeah, as much crap as we give him, he helps us out a lot behind the scenes. Yeah, Brent, Brent, the intern... We really should promote him to full-time, but Brent is awesome, y'all. That's Kane's Kittens in the chat. We talk to him frequently on Twitter. He He's like, he's kind of our saving grace a lot of the times. So thank you so much, Brent, for everything you do. Crap is much earned. Yes. Yes, it is. So with that being said, all the bragging out of the way, ready to do Ask the Rack? Let's do Ask the Rack. You ask it. We answer it. 
It's Ask the Rack. You want to start us off with some questions? Okay, are these split up for you and me, or... At the, bo- okay, yes. at the bottom line, there, yeah. Okay, so do you want to do the general questions first, or how do you want to do this? Let's get through to some of the general first. All right. Oh, wait, no, wait, no, because, yeah, let's do his first. Let's do Matt's first. Okay, where are Matt's? Matt sent the voicemail. Oh, yes, yes. Because <laughs> he reminded me in the chat room, don't play my call, don't play my call. We're playing your call. Hello, friends. Teen Chat here. Calling to wish Rock and Lindsay five wonderful years together on this wonderful show. And so in honor of that, we've got a song for Lindsay. Happy Rock Anniversary. Happy Rock Anniversary. Happy Rock Anniversary. Happy Anniversary. Rock Anniversary. Okay, that's enough of that crap. So anyways, what's going on? I am currently sitting in the DEQ line for 15 minutes. Now, for you that don't know what that is, in a wonderful area known as Portlandia, we go in, take our cars into a local test station and make sure they're running properly. You know, just because it's good for the environment and stuff. So I've been sitting in this mine for 15 minutes. I know, I know. Get over yourself. Are you kidding me? This guy's just sitting in this car, already passed his test, just sitting there. Oh, come on. I think I've things to do, people. So here I sit, and I thought, well, you know what? Let's see what I can come up for rock. And we did that, check. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, I remember now. They wanted Asterac. Well, are you guys happy that gimmick season's over for the WWE? I know I am. And let's see. Is there anything else I should say? Mm. Oh, yes. One last thing. The PSA from Team Chat. So, so friends from Canada, happy Canadian Day tomorrow for your day off when you hear this. Please be safe. Don't hurt anybody. Just have a good time. Remember why you're celebrating. And those in America on July 4th, close... Blow everything up you want. Just don't blow up your neighbor's house or my house or Lindy's house or Rock's house. Or just blow up your house and have fun doing it. Okay, I think that's it. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. So, to answer the question, gimmick season is never over. Just saying. I would say it's it's more so around in between Rumble and Mania. No, no. It's actually in the fall. Because we got Hell in a Cell. We have TLC. Oh, he meant those kinds of gimmicks. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, it's not as bad as it used to be. I will say that, like, before when every pay-per-view was a gimmick pay-per-view, it used to just be an absolute drag, but now they've sort of, like, pulled it back. And it's now, it's like, yeah, you have the gimmick pay-per-views that are Hell in a Cell and Money in the Bank and Chamber and a couple of the others, but it's like they're spaced out enough to where it's okay and it doesn't really, it's not as bad as what it was. So, I mean, I don't mind the gimmick pay-per-views as much if they do them right. I still say Hell in a Cell should not be a gimmick pay-per-view because that should be a special match that they build to. And the fact that they kind of force matches into a Hell in a Cell just doesn't seem right to me because I feel like it should organically build to that match. Okay. So let's ask, let's do some of the general first ones. But thank you so much for the call and the song and your emissions people don't let you make appointments. That sucks. Because we can make them here. So, yeah. And you don't have a car. But you're allowed to here. What? Have a car? No. I would hope so. Emissions. You'd schedule emissions. Yeah. Anyway, next. All right. What is your favorite wrestling ship? Danae. Why, bros? Next. What two wrestlers would you ship? Finn and Bailey. Good one. I still ship Bright. Or actually, you know what? No. Steph and Tick. Really? Okay. Next. What is the most overrated tag team right now? Two teams fighting over the SmackDown tag team titles. Uh, Usos. I don't know if they're overrated, but I'm just kind of tired 
of the Usos? I'm saying they're overrated. Gotta think about this. Tag team, tag team, tag team, tag team. Um, you know what? I'm gonna be problematic just because they don't do anything for the me. Young Bucks. Okay, that's the... That, yeah, anyway, that was an easy one. Next. Favorite interview you have done? Um, the one me and you did with Edge. Where we sat here and we waited for Edge. For three hours. For It was this morning we had an interview scheduled with Edge and he was in the backwoods of Canada. And they couldn't find him. And they couldn't, they, like, he had crappy cell service, so he, they couldn't get a hold of him. And the sci fi PR lady was the nicest person we've ever, one of the nicest people we ever talked to. She was so flustered. She felt so bad. It was adorable. Yeah, she tried so hard to get him, and then we got him in the backwoods. And yeah, it was, it was a rough morning, but we got him, and it was an awesome interview. My fa- one of my, it was basically my favorite interview. Just because it was such a goal for us to get him, Kane, because that was like again, it was when we started the show, we had a list of people that we wanted to get that we thought we we could get. And you know, the only person on that list we got was Kane. No, I thought DDP was on that list. Uh, maybe DDP. There was a couple of others that we were like, no, nah, we're too big for them now. <laughs> well, you know. yeah, but. Kane was at the top of that list, and it was when we rebuilt the show, and we restarted the show, it was, okay, well, the only way we're going to get Kane is through WWE, which means we have to build a resume that is worthy of WWE, and that's essentially what we've done for five years with all of our interviews, is build to getting these big names and Kane is still one of my all-time favorite interviews, but Seth Rollins is a close second because Seth Rollins was like, they were going to give us big show and then big show couldn't do it. And we got Seth Rollins instead. So it's like, okay, all right, I'll take it. I'll take uh, 15 minutes with Seth Rollins. Why not? There you go. Next. Do you have a favorite duo in wrestling? Currently Breezango all time triple H and Shawn Michaels. I always like Taker and Sean together or Taker and Hunter together. I always just felt like there was just a connection there between the two of them that just could never be duplicated. Mm -hmm. But also Taker and Kane. Those would be probably the top three. It's all The Undertaker. Bray and Luke maybe, but definitely Taker and Taker and Kane for sure. Just because of the epicness and the stories that they told. Alright, what's next? What are your top five television shows besides wrestling? You wanna go first? I'll let you go first. Big Bang Theory is on the top of my list. Um, I like the MTV's The Challenge, because I enjoy that. Um, sad when it's hard to name five television shows, and I can't think of them. Property Brothers is fun. The awful, the awkwardness in Flipper Flop is fun for... See, I don't wa- watch a lot. Like, I watch television, but I don't watch television. I'll throw the Ryan Russell show, because I watch it every day. There you go. There's five. Your turn. So, pretty much the entire HGTV network. Deal with it. Really? Blow <laughs> Glow. If you haven't watched Glow on Netflix, for the love of God, go watch Glow. It's awesome. We're doing a rack extra about it. You heard it here for first. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to drop that knowledge right now to people? Yeah. So We're doing we- a rack extra about Glow. Oh, yeah. Once Upon a Time. Thank, thank. See, it's not on. See, Once Upon a Time and um, The Royals. There, yeah, there the Royals. Go. There we go. Um, The Crown. Um, See, that's why we have an intern. He's able to remind me of things. Oh. And say yes to the dress. Yes, wait, you have to go watch Glow, because Lindsay made me watch go watch watch Glow, so I watch Glow, and we're doing a rack extra. It's coming very soon, probably over the weekend. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Everybody go watch Glow. If you like if you love wrestling, go watch Glow. You'll love it. Trust me. It's not what you think it is at all. 
It's really, really good. It's really well done. And the cameos alone in it had me screaming. There's so many professional wrestlers in it. It's not funny. So we'll break it all down in the Rack Extra coming soon. To a podcast near you. Yeah, Allison Brie. I love Allison Brie. Alright, next. If you could remove only one person from the WWE roster, who would it be? Dolph Ziggler. I gotta think about that. Titus O'Neil. No, I'm, I'm going with Dolph Ziggler. That way we won't be forced to push him any longer. Hold on, I gotta look at the roster page because <laughs> I gotta go look. Hold on. Because I can't think of anybody right now. No! I think we're all sick of Dolph Wit. We're all sick of Dolph. Matt says Dolph. I, I don't think it's called Titus Brand Worldwide. I think it's called Titus Worldwide now. Because they had the big baller brand on there, I think they got rid of the brand. Confliction. Titus Brand was better, though, than Titus Worldwide. Because you don't know what it is. What's Titus Worldwide? Is it a clothing company? I mean, like, this show. Is this a clothing company? That That's an inside reference right there. Anyway, have you figured out who you want, who you're, um, who you would re- get rid of? You know, honestly, at this point, I would get rid of Kurt Hawkins. But he had just had a kid. That's not fair. He doesn't do anything. He's a star maker. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, should we tell the inside story about um, why we're a clothing store? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> when uh, L- Lindsay texted Christopher Daniels when we had an interview one time, and he was confused about, you know, this is Lindsay from the rack. He's like, the clothing store? Yeah. Cause- hey, no, dude. No, it's an interview. Not a clothing store. Just saying. Anyway, what's the next question? Do you have a favorite finishing move? I did until the Young Bucks ruined it. <laughs> Super kick. Sweet chin music. All-time favorite finishing move. Currently, I, I like the Sister Abigail because it's an awesome move of her. Yeah, Sister Abigail is one of my favorites. I think it's such a nice, fluid motion. I also really like the end of days. I just remember losing my crap when I saw the end of days for the first time because it's like, that's different. Nobody else is doing in that. And also Ember Moon's Eclipse. Holy crap. First time she hit that, I think we were all on the phone together and it was like, what is that? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Who are your top five favorite TNA wrestlers? All time? EC3, James Storm, the best tag team in the biz, Zionist, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. That's five? I six, but tag teams will Makes it five. Let's see. Kaza Daniels, Storm, Bobby Roode, and Abyss slash Chris Parks. Joseph Park. Joseph Parks. I'm sorry. Joseph Parks. k Not Chris Parks. Get the, get the real name. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Uh, which is where the zombie-filled, road-collapsing, flood-taking place current home of the rack, or the Mormon-infested, frigid tundra of the rack's first home? That That's for you. Zombies. It, zombies is worse? Zombies is worse. Even though you had to deal with Mormons? Mormons I can deal with. Okay. How are we supposed to trust the process when it hasn't worked so far? Sure it hasn't worked so far? Totally working right now. See the, t- the squad we got coming up? It's going to be awesome. This one you have to ask me. Rock, what is the name of the host of the show? Sarah Rockin. Next. <laughs> Do you want me to- Okay. What has been your favorite interview, aside from Kane, obvious reasons, which one has been the most personally satisfying? I think we answered that one already. Aside from Kane, Seth Rollins, personally satisfying. Bellas. Yeah, the Bellas. Because when we started doing Total Divas, it was kind of like, we want to get the Bellas on the show. And, you know, they gave us wonderful guests and Natty and Alicia Fox and even Marie. But it's like, we want to get the Bellas on the show. 
and we were finally able to get them this year. So that was like really gratifying that we were able to talk to them and we got them for like 15, 20 minutes and they were super sweet and we just had a really nice, good conversation with them. So I would say, yeah, that one for sure. All right, next. Rank the following federations in terms of who offers more competition to the WWE. NXT, Impact, ROH, Lucha. NXT is WWE, so that doesn't really count. Agreed. So, Impact, ROH, and Lucha. ROH, Impact, Lucha. Who is the greatest Philadelphian in your opinion? Will Smith, because why not? Phil, from Delphi, you know. He's an in? He's an in. He's got the in. What is your entrance theme choice? If you could use any song, not one used by a current WWE superstar, or current superstar. Uh, Nickelback, Burn It to the Ground, because I like that song, even though it's Nickelback. I would say Cirque by Ghost. Or Bad Romance, Lady Gaga. I think this one you're supposed to ask me. Rock, what is the past tense of is? Was. You have to name your your own Rack Award winners. Male interview, female interview, media interview, best show of the five-year history. Holy crap, dude. Do you know how many shows we've done in five years? We'll, cu- we'll do this one next week because that takes effort and time and we don't have the time. Yeah, we got to look into that one. So we'll we'll postpone that and answer that one next year, next week. Where is the horn? There. Right there. <laughs> what trophy would you rather see your favorite franchise win? Stanley Cup, NBA title, Lombardi Trophy, or the World Series? I've already seen the World Series, so Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> um, But the, <laughs> going to the parade for a baseball championship is awesome. So much fun. And Alright, so I need to explain something really quick. Intern, if... You want to pull a trick? You should not send me the trick. That's where you messed up. Next. Because he sent me a message saying, God damn you. That's what, <laughs> that's what happens when you send me the trick. What are some of your goals for the 7 or 10 year anniversary? How long do you see the show going for? As long as we can do it. And I want to get some bigger names on the show. And branch out maybe to doing other things with it. Same. That I is, mean, that's not as specific as he probably wants, but that's as specific as I'm going to get. I would love to go. I'll go specific. I don't care. Honestly, I would love the show to get picked up. I would love for it to go on some sort sort of form of legit media, whether it's serious, whether it's on the actual radio. You know, provided we ever get that good. You know, to be affiliated with an actual like legit media network, not that. WTR isn't, but, you know, an actual news network. I'd love to get bigger names on the show. Honestly, I'd love to do this professionally. Like, take the show professional. But, money. All about the money. Car payment. You know, I, I have to have a day job. But, yeah, those that's kind of the ambition. It's for how long it lasts. We do it till we don't want to do it anymore. I mean, this is, we say this every every year for the anniversary show. We don't get paid to do this. We do this for free. We do this because we like to do it, because it's fun, because it's him and I coming on the air talking crap about wrestling. And what's not fun about that? When it stops being fun, we stop. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's like, it, you know, we do a show when we want to do a show. We don't do a show when we want to do a show. Or rather, we do a show when he wants to do a show because he'll make me do it if I don't want to do it. Really? Unless it- <laughs> so, let's talk about the Rack Extra Glow. Anyway, next. <laughs> I'm creating content for the website. I know exactly. Next question. In honor of the 20-year anniversary of Harry Potter, what Hogwarts houses would WTR personalities be sorted into Harry Potter style? I have, I know nothing about Harry Potter, so this is on you. I'm a Ravenclaw. Don't ask me. I got nothing. You 
You would probably be either a Slytherin or a Ravenclaw. Oh, oh whatever that means. Ravenclaw. Anyway, next question. The entirety of CB Radio would be Hufflepuff. Just saying. What's next? Who are your next for NXT call-ups, and who would you send down to replace them? Okay, I'm going to take this. I'll, I'll get to the call-ups in a second. For the love of God, if you're not going to use people on the main roster, send them back to NXT. Okay? Send them back to NXT. Please, let them develop there. Because before they, you know, started pushing Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel randomly on WWE television, I was sitting there, it's like, send them back to NXT. Like, Bo was the top heel in NXT for, like, a year before they called him up and just completely crushed his hopes and dreams and destroyed him. So, you know, it's like, send him back. Build him back up. Let him try out a new character. But then they started pushing him. But, you know, some of these other people that are sitting backstage and you're not doing anything with them, Send them back. It's like Apollo Crews. Send him back. Let him develop more. Let him do more. It's not going to hurt them. Who are you calling up? Uh, this is where I have to go back to the roster page. Cause I'll, I'll give I'll give the answers. Ember Moon, the iconic duo, and Bobby Roode. I agree with Ember and Bobby. Why am I on Alexander Wolf's page? No. No! God, I hate how they have their page set up. I really do. WWE's layout people are listening to this. This website is terrible. Please fix it. No! <clears throat> what do I have? Two left? Yeah. Um, I bring up Asuka and... Wait, if not if you bring up the SmackDown. They wouldn't get lost on SmackDown. Mm-mm. Because they just have that, you can move to me and Alloway and put the iconic duo in, and they would be perfect foils for the for Becky and Charlotte. Yeah, any of the women that come up probably need to go to SmackDown as opposed to going to Raw. And I would say Alistair Black's on his way soon. Okay. If you could raid one wrestler from each federation to start your own stable, who would you choose? WWE, NXT, Lucha, Impact, and ROH, if desired. I don't know anything about Lucha Underground. I'm on episode eight, nine. Can't really help you on Lucha. Um, creating a st- of start your own stable. Um, John Cena, Alistair Black, Ethan Carter third, and I'm trying to think of someone from ROH that I can possibly think of, but everyone's good who's leaving ROH. Jay Lethal, because why not? Um, Christopher Daniels, James Storm. I'll go with the Dragon guy from Lucha Underground because he's like the only one I really know. Um, NXT. Just take your boy Alistair Black. Nikki Cross. Uh, there you go. And boo-boo. There you go. Next question. Rock, what is the opposite of left? Right. So, Sir Rockin' is right. <laughs> there you go. You realize we talked about this this afternoon, right? Again, this is why. Don't send me the question. Where are cookies, Lindsay and Rock? We have been promised cookies in the past and never have produced. Well, get in the kitchen start making your own. I'm going to point out, he promised the cookies, so he should be the one delivering the cookies. Uh, there's a recipe in from the Man Kitchen available now at mankitchentv.com. Go make your own cookies and buy the book. Available in PDF and, and hardback copies if you ask nicely. And account for shipping. And we've added a new button for shipping. <laughs> mankitchentv.com. Rock, why haven't you landed a Bray Wyatt or Taker interview yet? You've had five years. What the crap, man? You want to know how we've, we've gone really far to get a Taker interview, and that's all we're going to say. Yeah, we've tried for Taker. We have actually tried to get Taker. We failed, but we tried. <laughs> we we did unspeakable things to try to get the Undertaker. Because he is Mark Holloway. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. You can put the pieces together. 
Uh, what did We're you going fi- to hell for it, too. <laughs> but it's a good thing we found Sean because we found the Jesus. Right? Right. He saved us. He saved us. What's your favorite movie of all time? Liar, liar. It varies. But, like, movie that I'll always sit down and watch if it's on. Yeah, Sean got our souls back. And, yes, we were trying to sell our soul. Legit. Um, we were trying to sell out so fast. You know, so we'll sell hard. anything. So hard. Um, I gotta look at movies, cause I'm trying to think of the name and I can't remember the name. Labyrinth? Sure, we'll go with that. I can answer her questions. What is your favorite song? I don't really have one. Uh, yeah, I really don't have one. So, uh, no good on that one. Alright, these questions are for you, Lindsay. Okay. Give me a minute long rundown of the plot of the strangest fanfic you've ever read. Go. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it involved... Like an alpha omega dynamic, which I really don't understand. And the omegas were the only ones that could get pregnant and they were drugging them and like abusing them. And I don't know. It was just, it was like all really just weird. It's not a minute, but that's the best. I didn't, I didn't read the whole thing. I got through about three or four chapters of it and I was like, yeah, man, I can't do this. And he kind of bailed on it. When you and Nikki Cross get married, I would assume this is, do I get to be in the wedding, meaning which? Do you like to be the maid of this honor? Um, you can be the wedding. Definitely can be the wedding. Maid of honor or dishonor is actually already taken. Sorry. By another friend, so. Omega's currently picking out his dress. He, yeah. We're going to do his hair up really pretty. Uh, what's the thing about the wrestling fandom that annoys you the most? Raw assholes? Yeah, we'll go with that. No, I mean, I'm... Uh, I'm serious. That's the most PC answer to that question. Yeah. I'll get myself in trouble if I actually start ranting on what annoys me the most, but yeah. Stop taking things too seriously in terms of what they do in their private lives. Well, it's not even what they do in their private lives. It's just, just in general, it's... No, that's that's my biggest complaint is the, the things that do, people, how they follow them in their private lives and the relationships they have and, oh my God, they won't marry me. Calm, calm down. That, that's what annoys me the most. No, what, what annoys me is... Okay, we're just going to go there. Stop digging through people's Twitters yeah. and Facebooks and Instagrams and social media in general. Stop going back five, six, seven, eight years. Because here's the thing. You go through anybody's social media over that length of time, and you're going to find something that fits your emphasis of problematic. Okay? We all say things... We all don't mean them. Sometimes we do mean them. You don't have the context for why it was said. But if you're taking it and you're cherry picking it to demonstrate, oh, this person is a horrible person, and then you use it to persecute them, that's not cool. Because here's the thing. Everybody has done that. Everybody said something stupid. Yourself included. You know, people in glass houses should not throw stones. Yeah. Just stop. Stop going through people's social media. Stop persecuting people. And for the love of Christ, would you leave spouses and girlfriends and boyfriends alone? Leave them alone. Back off. Personal lives. Wrestlers are people. Leave them alone. By the way, this is Astorak live for here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. This is the five-year show presented by Garrick Dana and Wrestling Figure Photography. Next question. That took a serious turn. That's why we did a plug. A hard, hard reset. Next, <laughs> next, next question. Who from NXT do you see doing well on the main roster in the near future? If they bring him up, Alistair Black. Yeah. And Bobby Roode. I don't know. Bobby might have a harder time, but I can see Alistair. If you put him on SmackDown, he'll do fine. Which wrestler has been the most overrate, underrated overrated this year? 
Baron Corbin because he's improved a lot for underrated, overrated. Trying to think. I'm just going to say it. Roman. There you go. And it's not for his wrestling skill. It's the fact that people are shitting all over Roman and people are defending Roman and you're having those two come head to head. And it's just this constant dragging debate about Roman Reigns that is just, it's like, I'm so tired of it. And I'm so tired of seeing it. Underrated? I feel like Ambrose doesn't get enough to. But then again, they haven't done enough with Ambrose, so. Well, what current gimmick do you just not get? Explain to me what the Usos are, will you? What are they? Are they good guys? Are they bad guys? Are they, they two kids from the streets now? Because they're likable on Talking Smack, but when you get them on WWE TV, they're not likable. And they talk really, really fast. If you let them be them, they're fine. But when you strap a gimmick on them, I don't understand the Usos. Aaliyah. I just don't know enough about her. And granted, she's not on TV enough to really learn anything, but when she is on TV, there's really no explanation about really who she is or where she's coming from or what she represents. So it's like, I just, I don't get what she's supposed to be or who she's supposed to be. Which wrestler freaked you out as a child, either low-key or high-key? None? I didn't watch wrestling as a child. I didn't start watching wrestling until I was 18. Uh, which wrestler is making the best out of having to say, Great Balls of Fire? Paul Heyman. Ray Wyatt. Because <laughs> he's not saying it. He, on July 9th, dot, dot, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Not going to say it. Not going to do it. All right, next. What dream match would you like to see from the current roster NXT UK and 205 Live included? I'm going to let you go first. Good, because I'm trying to think. That's awesome. Um... <laughs> Or do you just want me to say it? Say it. Alistair Black versus Bray Wyatt. Give me that goddamn feud. Give it to me now. He hinted at it in an interview. Give it to me. It will melt my ovaries. It will probably impregnate me, but I really don't care. Give me that feud. I wouldn't mind if you unleashed Bobby Roode on, say, Roman Reigns. Let him verbally smack down Roman Reigns. I wouldn't mind that. Next. All right. These are to you. Mm-hmm. Did I blow away the other question? No. Okay. And by the way, there's an E at the end of Cornette. Um, Random. You'll say it. Oh, and I think it's the last one. Yeah, it is. That's why I see the red squeaky line underneath it. So, read the question. A riddle. Mm-hmm. What sort of cup can't hold water? Cake. Next. But it can. That's how you bake cakes. That's it. That's all I got. You don't have the other one? No. I'm looking at the sheet. There's one question right underneath it. I do not have it. Did you delete it by accident? No. Uh, who would win in a fight? Rebby Hardy with Maxwell strapped to her back or Jim Cornette? There's an E at the end of Cornette. Rebby. This was for me, but yeah. <laughs> Rebby. I'm sorry. You don't screw with that woman. I don't. You just... Don't. So we answered all the questions. I don't know how many there were. There were a lot. We only missed one question because it takes too long and it's all, it's midnight. Yeah. Oh my god, it is midnight. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. But yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for submitting questions to Ask the Rack. We greatly appreciate it. We're going to be doing it again in the end of the year for the end of the year show. So get them ready. Have them ready. We'll ask for them in December and maybe another one if we feel like it. So... 
But to everybody, thank you so much for listening to the show for the last five years. Thank you for supporting it. Thank you for downloading the interviews, for retweeting. You know, again, Brent, thank you for everything you do. To Tim, thank you for putting up with us. Omega, thank you for putting up with us. Mike, all the guys over on CB Radio, thank you so much for all your support. Everybody in the network here, you're awesome. We love you. And yeah. Um, this is hold on, hold this on. has been life changing. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I just saw this. Yes, Ashley, we did hear about Carmella going on Total Divas. We'll talk about it next week. Yes. Yes. Well, we'll be doing a full regular show next week. Kind of. Kind of. Because somebody's going out of town. So. Alright. So the chat room is picking up on the song is called Me Maybe. Here's the significance on this one. It was the number one song when we started the show in that in that June period. God help us all. <laughs> Significance. Anyway. But yeah. This show has been life changing. I start we started it when I really didn't have anything, when I was at a really low point in my life, and it's always been there the last five years. It's kind of what's been keeping me going at times, so yeah really really cool that we made it five years ditto so thank you everybody for listening and supporting not to get mushy at the end but had to say that so you have to do plugs because I'm not doing them so you plug shit uh Saturday night midnight is at CB Radio the weird the wacky the unusual we're doing the great and the great debate to determine who the greatest Canadian of all time is We'll probably have other Canadian games as well. CB Radio celebrating Canada Day. This Saturday night, midnight. CB Radio Live on Facebook, Twitter, and .com. Hashtag Blame Rob when a celebrity dies. Sunday night, Russell Talk Radio previews. Great Balls of Fire. Monday night's Rob Post Show, 11 p.m. 11, 10 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday night's WTR Sims, 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Twitch.tv slash Rack Radio Show. So here's the deal next week. You're going to get a rack extra about Glow. Number one. When it comes out, we'll figure that out when we record it. Number two, it's up in the air if the show will air live next week. That part's up in the air. You will receive a show next week. On that show, we are going to review Slammiversary. We're going to talk about SmackDown. I don't think I don't think we're going to get to NXT because we're going to be previewing Great Balls of Fire. We will probably, if he's still available, have a guest joining us to preview Great Balls of Fire. That's all in the works. Best thing to do, follow us on social media to find out more. It's Rack Radio Show on Facebook, Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Rack Radio Show. Follow me on Twitter at Wild Talk Radio, facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. So that's how you know what's going on with the show next week. We're definitely live to review Great Balls of Fire the week after. Yes. That's I'm going on vacation, so... And, of course, I'm leaving on Thursday. So, <laughs> so there's going to be a show. Whether it airs in the slot is de- depending on how long we go. Yes. Because I'm not yes. going to sit here and, and air a three-hour show. So, we'll you figure that... because I'm off. Figure that as we go. Follow us on the social medias, but, yeah... Thank every before she does her plugs. Thanks everyone for ever listening to the show, downloaded the show, contributed to the show in any way. We appreciate all the support. 
and we thank everyone for who's submitted questions tonight in the past whenever you guys are awesome we wouldn't be doing the show without you guys thank you for all the support now do your plugs you can follow me on Twitter at LensWard, L-N-S-W-R-D. You can go to my website, PsychWardDesigns.com. If you like my artwork, if you'd like to view my artwork, it is available for your viewing pleasure at TheHands.net slash LensWard, same as the Twitters. And don't forget to check out our awesome sponsors, Wrestling Figure, figure Photography, Instagram.com slash MBG1211, FightBooth.com, and Gerwick.net. So for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward, and this has been The Rack, the five-year celebration. And we will be back next week right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Till then, bye. Maybe. Radio.com.